Tawani, I know that you have been down with COVID. So we're going to hold your energy today. Thank you for coming. You look beautiful and that's all that matters, right? <laughs> not, not what's going on inside. <laughs> Thanks, Alicia. I've been saving my voice for, for these 15 minutes. Um, I, I'm delighted to be here because Earth Day is so important and what her many voices and everyone who's here, whatever is being done by everyone is really very, very important. And um, my talk is about increasing oneness because I really feel that we're in this problem of social injustice, of environment, because we have forgotten oneness. Yes. And as you say, as you say, and you have been saying um, throughout the day, uh, Alicia, is whatever I do for another, I do for myself. The reason that is the case is because we are one. So essentially, you, you think you are doing it for somebody else, but you are actually doing it for yourself. And it's because we have missed that mes message. This is mine. You can't have. This is yours. We are in the problem that we are today. And what I love, everything that I have heard about Indigenous people all over the world, there's one thing that comes across is this feeling of together. Mm -hmm. Is this an inclusiveness as opposed to exclusiveness. And that inclusiveness is, is, is the oneness. And um, husband and I, hubby and I chat, right? My husband is a futurist. We're reading this amazing book called The Master and His Emissary, which is really for us helping break down. Where did things break down for us as human beings, as a species that we are in this pickle that we have? And I think... My understanding is we lost the oneness, this concept of oneness. And this concept of oneness is very much in the right side of the brain. That side of our brain understands and is intuitive and feels and is connected to everyone and the earth. But we are living in an environment that is Western-based, that is left-brain-based, which sees us and them which sees categories, not oneness. And, you know, puts a hierarchy. <laughs> I'm better, you're not, you know? So it's like, how do we go back? How do we see where we got lost in our oneness? What are the concrete steps that we need to be taking as individuals, particularly as mothers, as educators, and as community people. And this is what I am going to talk about. And I'm going to talk about the problem a little bit first, because when we understand the problem, I think you can work out a little bit back and see some of the potential solutions. So I'm going to be talking about oneness from various levels. And oneness is really important because 
we think of ourselves just being alone. We think of this one cell, just, oh, it's just a cell and it's alone. But you know, this one cell cannot exist alone. It is part of, in this case, a heart. But even this heart, one, cannot function on its own. It is part of a whole system. And this is the circulatory system. But even this one system cannot exist in our body without all the other systems. I mean, where is the food going to come from without the digestive system? Where is the air going to come without the lungs? And all of this makes our body. But even our one body, I mean, just think of what we had for breakfast today. How many hands has did that food pass from, from all the fields, all the farms that it was from, and how many hands to transport it and the food, the hands that prepared it. So this oneness, this individuality, this mine, you is, is a total illusion. And this I am self-made. I mean, did somebody not give birth to you? Did somebody not raise you? In humans in particular, we're one of the most weakest of species. We are born more helpless than any other animal. You know, an antelope will be running in the first few days, but a human may, if you're lucky, take a whole year to work out. And our very survival of, as human beings is because of community. It's because of togetherness. That is why we have survived. And forgetting that is going to be our downfall. All of us need people, you know, this event right now has happened because of so many people, so much community, it wouldn't have happened with one person um, alone. So when we are alone and think I am self-made, this person standing at the end of a pier is wearing clothes that were made with some by somebody, standing on a pier that was made by a whole lot of other people, has the genes of so many ancestors flowing through them. So it is a complete and utter illusion, this oneness, which is getting us into trouble. And what this trouble, this illusion, this disconnection, this illusion of disconnection has got us into, let's talk about it just from an individual perspective. This is where I feel that the breakdown has happened in ourselves. If we are not connected in ourselves, we can't be connected to anybody else, right? So we just, you know, when we don't connect to our body, we are not able to self-regulate. We're not able to self-care. We're not able to tap into the intuition that the body has. We're not able to feel what's going on in our body. What hope is there to feel what's going on in anybody else's body, right? We're only concerned about what is secular, what is worldly, what is material. We're not able to see beyond that because we cannot connect to what is beyond the physical. What does this mean for us in a social realm when we are losing this sense of oneness? It means we cannot form relationships or bonds with others. We are insecure. We, you know, we, we, we don't feel safe to connect to others. And this is not a state of being which is healthy for a human being. We cannot reach our full potential. We are very fear. We live in fear. We don't live from hope and we have knee-jerk reactions or we may even be avoiding 
contact altogether. We become reclusive or I will take a walk sometimes here and I laugh. I say, what has happened to us that when you see another human being, you turn away to avoid even saying hello? That's a problem. And where I'm from in Zambia, the biggest thing as a child when you're grown up, as your mother and grandmother greet, if you cannot greet, if a child cannot greet another human being, that is a problem, a big, big problem. It is causing a lot of problems for the environment because we see the land as separate from us, the water as separate from earth, the earth as separate from us. We put these pollutions out there, but because it's all one, it ends back in our body one way or another. Land, water that is polluted, one place will flow to another place. Same with the air. And now we have more cancer. We have viruses that we're dealing with, the one that I'm recovering from. We have climate crisis. And, and we're still not listening. And we are creating this. We are creating the seventh mass extinction event that is human caused, this one. And how do we live without all the other beings? The trees are producing, the chlorophyll is producing the oxygen that we are breathing in. How, what do we think we're going to breathe without these trees? So these are the major problems that dis, I'm calling them problem of disconnection. And it is, I think, the Western predominant culture, the colonial culture that has created and fueled a lot of this disconnection, unfortunately. How do we reconnect? How do we get back to oneness? From a point of view of self, and I think it really needs to start with ourselves, and this is where I respect a lot of indigenous cultures, a lot of the traditions are helping us do just this. Even if you're not part of an indigenous culture, there's some practices that have been passed down from various indigenous cultures. Yoga, I teach yoga, Tai Chi, Qigong, dance. Have you noticed how central dance is in indigenous communities? They connect, dance connects us to ourselves and to other people. All these things connect us to us as a body. Be grounded, be embodied, feel. There's also a lot of talk therapy. Notice I did not jump to talk therapy because I think there's a lot of talk, a lot in our head. We need to get into our body. And yes, then we can also talk and use other therapies. Paint, create, make, connect to that creative energy because we're going to need all sorts of creative solutions to get out of this and we better start exercising our creativity. Meditation connecting to ourselves, to our breath, to who we are. Connecting to ourselves, remember, is going to help us connect to other people. And in, in a lot of indigenous cultures and even times before this, we were so much more social than now. Now we have to be very, very, um, what can I say, intentional about being social, otherwise it's not going to happen. 
let us be intentional about gathering, about creating community, whether it's our family, family of birth. We were not born in these families for accident, whether it is our family of choice, of choice, our friends and other communities. Let's intend this meeting. We need to create these bonds and togetherness because this is where we can synergize and expand what we are doing through these networks. We amplify each other. We synergize off of each of other. Dancing, singing. African dancing, a lot of indigenous dancing means that we flow together. We move together. The Western dancing is everybody doing all different things. We're all maybe dancing to the same music. Sometimes now there's discos, you can dance to different music, but dancing together, singing together, doing things physically together is entraining our thoughts and our bodies into a frequency that leads to more harmony and we can do more. So I, I look forward to joining her many voices in some hemp togetherness activities and and, and, and let's not shy away from these. We've, we've learned to keep ourselves away. I have to catch myself. We really do need each other. Join groups in person. Online is, is great, but it's, it's not everything. We, we, we need this contact, physical contact. And for the environment, let's connect to Mother Nature. Let's take off our shoes and put our feet on her earth, on her earth. feel her, walk in the garden put our fingers in the earth, compost. We can't just be whole. I have to remind myself, we can't just be holed up in our homes, in our houses, in our cubicles. We need to connect to Mother Earth. And be conscious of what we're putting in our body at the moment. The way meat is, is animals are looked after. It's not very conducive to our body and is harming the environment. So if we can eat less meat or be conscious on the type of meat we can do, we can make an impact. We can drive less, we can cycle more. Or sell, sell your ordinary car, guys. Buy an electric car, buy a hybrid car, buy a smaller car, do something. Everything adds up. Join a cause. There's so many causes mentioned here in her many voices. And that is all that I wanted to say. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Thank you very much, Tawani. And I appreciate you showing up, even though your health is, uh, is not at its peak right now. <laughs> so get some rest. Do some nice self-care and nurturing. Yes, and... Um... Please, please do vote for me as I spread the word of, of yoga through the yoga competition and always here to support you, Alice. Oh, by the way, yes. So how does someone get a hold of you or vote for you? What is the link for that? I think it will be put in the chat. You guys have been very organized in getting all our links, uh, Kututa Yoga online. There is a class, community class, that you can all join on Monday at 10 a.m. And um, link is there to vote. And uh, just so happy to be part of this. Okay. Well, hopefully we will be able to find the link within the next few minutes. Here. I'll throw it in uh, there as well. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Tawani.
Resto.